Hello there, welcome to the International Business Podcast. I'm your host, Leonardo Marlo, but let's make it simple and just call me Leo. In this podcast, I share my experiences and interview international professionals to draw lessons from the real-life stories. Coming up on today's episode... Companies have to be understanding what is the diversity. Are we diverse enough and are we bringing an equal ecosystem to our customers, to our staff? I think really nowadays companies have to be asking themselves these this kind of questions. But unfortunately, this is simply not a reality in most of the countries. Like, for example, the country I come from, Brazil. Tawana is a thought leader, keynote speaker, and a passionate advocate for female entrepreneurship. She develops and manages key stakeholders in China, Brazil, and the US. In this episode, she will share some of her insights on the topic of building diverse business ecosystems. You can find further information about Tawana, including her LinkedIn profile, in the show notes. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hi, Tawana. I'm glad to have you on. Welcome to the show. Hi, Leonardo. Thanks for having me. I'm honored to be contributing to your show. I'm glad. I'm glad you're here. And I have a straight question, Tawana. Why would you define yourself as an international professional? Well, I believe since the university times over 10 years ago, I really tried to develop the global mindset. My background is so international since uh, my, my major is international relations. Uh, my master's is also in international relations. And I studied abroad in China, in Europe. And during those times, I also started searching for opportunities around the world. I participated in on university exchange, like I said, also worked in global organizations, volunteered abroad. I would say that uh, the university brought me to this international world, but China um, brought me an even more international setting. As now I work in a hybrid team in a business that is present in three different countries. Today, I would like to talk about female in business. First of all, Tawana, what is the meaning of female business influencers and why is this concept important? The idea of female business influencer came to my mind when I started working in the company I work today, back in the city of Hangzhou. Um, Hangzhou I live in Hangzhou for five years already. When I started working in, in business, I simply didn't find female leaders to talking with. I mean, you see a lot of women, of course, uh, but not in leadership positions. You know, to learn from each other, to share ideas, to discuss about solutions. I missed a, a, a welcoming environment back in the day. And imagine for a young executive or a manager, this can be really challenging to, to be thrown in this whole environment of uh, male-dominant industry. Uh, when, when you are starting uh, in a position like that, you have to be networking, you have to meet people, you have to build relations. 
for me, my, my personal experience, I was simply not so welcomed in the beginning. Uh, but then after I addressed that problem, even in the company I work, uh, feeling the lack of women in leadership, I thought about my own role in trying to build this organic, sustainable ecosystem. Uh, so through my work representing Serica Group and being of the one of the leaders of SheUp community, I try to to really address this problem and bring more female leaders into the into the talks, into the shows. Um, uh, and I, I bring this 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 idea for for the rest of the people that are doing business with me or even friends or business partners. Uh, so when you really talk that you are representing not only a global company or an international company as an associate partner or a manager, uh, you also have another hook that is a community, a global community, an international community that aims to uh, give more opportunities or influence other other women to improve in their career. So let's say a female business influences, influencer is seeking for a more equal, sustainable business ecosystem. Other women will feel welcomed and inspired by her ideas, her leadership position. So representation is important. How to give attention to female leaders, Tawana, and why should we support more of them? So I'm going to put it this way. Nowadays, I, I, I know that there are many uh, global organizations, global communities focused in female leadership. Uh, so really what is happening is that Companies, governments, organizations are really addressing the problem and showing the differences between companies, environments, governments that are having a female leader instead of a male leader. Or even what's the difference when you have a more diverse environment? Uh, than a not so diverse environment. And also, I would like to say that we are not talking about just women but diversity itself i i think the the female word brings a lot of questionings and people will doubt a lot when you bring just the female content into it but what i really like to say is more about diversity and when you look at for example uh, companies that are really addressing this problem you see that the teams are more diverse. You see that you have different ideas uh, welcomed. You have different projects. Uh, and uh, I, I really think that companies that uh, look at this problem, they, are, they have a really better performance and their, their leaders or their staff is much more, it, it's happier. So yeah, I would say, Companies have to be understanding what is the diversity and are we diverse enough and are we bringing an equal ecosystem to our customers, to our staff? I think really nowadays companies have to be asking themselves these this kind of questions. Numbers are of paramount importance in business. So let's get to some data now. 
how many outstanding female leaders are we used to follow, interact, and learn from? I wanna, I wanna say that, for example, let's use the the Fortune 500 companies. Um, last time I checked, only 37 C-level uh, leaders were women. So we are definitely underrepresented right there. And this brings us as women a lot of different challenges. And also there is a famous research from Australia that says companies with uh, women in C-level positions can bring a more diverse, like I said, and consequently more equal environment to companies. But unfortunately, this is simply not a reality in most of the countries. Like, for example, the country I come from, Brazil. Uh, recently, uh, we had in Brazil the first uh, female uh, manager manager in a car factory in the whole Latin America, <laughs> and she's Brazilian. So just from this data, you will see how we are kind of represented in 2020. And the outcomes of most of this research, research and these works from, from researchers and famous universities, they say that those companies with female C-level representatives have a much higher market value. So, well, I, I, here I say again, I believe representation is important and it's already proven through this research, through these works, uh, that diversity can bring positive outcomes to various kinds of industries. And I'm sure many other organizations, companies will start addressing the problem. And what do you or your company get when involving more and being closer to the women in business narratives? I would say your, your staff, your, 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 the people who, are, who you are working with, they will be, uh, first of all, much more uh, comfortable in talking with business, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm saying from my personal experience as well, when I really had a, a diverse ecosystem close to me, I was much more comfortable to talk about business ideas, develop projects. You feel the confidence within when you are in a diverse uh, environment. I don't know if you ever felt like that, but I felt the huge difference uh, between the Tawana that started working in business two years ago and the Tawana nowadays. I'm not afraid of speaking. I'm not afraid of showing up my ideas. And well, this already can, can explain a little bit of, of what you asked me, right? Because people are represented. People are feeling comfortable uh, within their uh, working settings. And what would you say is the most difficult thing for a female leader to emerge? What is the, let's say the number one or one of the most difficult things that she has to overcome, according to your experience? Well, according to my experience, the, the most challenging part is to, to go to an event or to go to a fair or to have to present your ideas to people that are totally different than you or to a group of people that have, you know, not only a different gender, but 
to people that uh, have a whole life in male-dominant industries. And most of the people I'm dealing with, they are these, uh, this kind of, uh, this profile of people, right? They are uh, male, they are white, they are uh, doing business for over 20, 30 years sometimes. They have this, uh, you know, uh, traditional mindset, let's say like that. And let's bring it to the, to the countries that I'm dealing with. Uh, I'm dealing with Brazil, Europe, uh, China market, US market. Most of the, the, the countries that I'm talking about, they are quite traditional. So imagine, for example, this 500 uh, Fortune CEOs that I just mentioned to you. Uh, they are in a totally male-dominant industry and they are um, dealing with uh, most of the, the people they are de dealing with are male and it's very hard sometimes to communicate if the person doesn't have the same experiences as you. And Tawana, you work across cultures to enable people to break through stereotypes and misconceptions. And this is, of course, you, because you want to find mutual, mutual ground and create solutions. How difficult is to find mutual ground, in your opinion, generally speaking, in business? I think cross-cultural communication, when you have the understanding of, of different cultures, different settings, China brought this to me very uh, well and strongly. And I think every day I'm learning because I work, as I said, in a hybrid company. We have a lot of Chinese, we have women, we have men, uh, we have all kinds of people, colors uh, in our company. So let's say that when you understand the other person deeply, it's, it's, it's easier to, to address problems and to bring solutions to those problems. And organizations, uh, communities, all these, these, these interactions that you can have to understand the other, the other side, it can be really valuable and can bring amazing outcomes to your company, to your project. So uh, I would say really try to understand the other before having any kind of interaction with this person because this can bring better solutions for what you are trying to solve. I agree with you, Tawana. One of the reasons I love international business is because of this constant interaction with people from all over the world and more often than not with perspectives or ideas that are even often actually in contrast with my idea. But I think that the more you do this, and now for me personally, it's been like 10 years of international business in general, I think this makes you a better person because when you, you know, the more you interact with diversity, that it could be, you know, culture, gender, idea, you name it. If you take this the right way, I think this will improve you, will make you better. Wouldn't you agree? Of course. I would definitely agree with what you're saying because diversity, if you think about not only the numbers, the numbers are there. Everyone can search and see, like I said, the market values are increasing because of diversity. It's already proven. 
and companies will have to address how to deal with diversity. First of all, inside of their offices. Second of all, when they meet someone different than them, right? When they have to do business with someone different. And let's say China, for example, uh, second largest economy in the world. And nowadays we, we are seeing how important it is to understand their culture, how important it is to know how to speak with them properly and know their business culture. If you don't know this, you won't make good business deals. If you don't understand their government, their, their solutions, uh, and everything related to what's important to them. So definitely diversity is, is a hook to many other things that we have to be understanding and being specialists in. I've got one final question I ask everyone who comes on the show. Tell us about one memorable moment from your international career and you can pick, I don't know, the most successful, the funniest, or even the most catastrophic one. Well, I, I want to pick a very, uh, the most memorable one because as a woman um, seeking for uh, greater positions uh, and, you know, teaching others about leadership and leading others through my own community. Uh, I want to pick a very memorable day when I finally was really comfortable uh, in speaking about my work, speaking about my position. I was confident enough. And it was when uh, I represented Sarika in, uh, in an event where the premier of China, Li Keqiang, was participating. And, uh, you know, it was really interesting for me. From that moment onwards, I thought that everything in life can be achieved. You know, you are in a totally different culture talking in one of the most important events in the country. Uh, so, yeah, so, uh, you know, when you feel like your work is actually working. <laughs> so after the Premier Li Keqiang, now you have Leonardo. Would you say you're going up or down? <laughs> I'm super going up <laughs> because uh, that, that's what business is. <laughs> super going up and, and proving that proving that uh, digital transformation is also connecting people, right? Podcasts, communities, all these, these um, tools that we have nowadays for, for improving in networking, everything is, is possible. <laughs> and before we go, Tawana, tell us a bit more about your current role and company and who should connect with you. Thanks for the question, Leonardo. Well, my work is bridging China to the rest of the world, and we are working with bringing digital transformation to companies. Uh, we connect to China resources, China investments, China ideas to the rest of the world, especially countries like I said, Europe, US, and Brazil markets. And we are happy to spread what is China. We are happy to, to show good leadership and good solutions to, to companies and people 
we are we are very glad if someone connects to me and i'm very happy of course to be connecting with with people that are interested especially in those markets and with no misconceptions about china of course Tawana, I want to thank you for your insights. Thank you for joining us on the International Business Podcast. Thank you very much, Leonardo, for having me. Subscribe today to listen to more international business stories, guests coming on the show every Monday. Do not forget to connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll speak with you again on the next episode. A quick additional note. The International Business Podcast is taking a short break during the month of August, so next episode will be in September. If you enjoyed these 30 episodes so far, please consider subscribing to the show on your favorite platform and leave a review. Are you an international professional with an engaging story? Connect with me and come on the show. But for now, relax. Relax.